Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, I can have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online is your number one source for all your championship finals, info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season as they have you covered for all of your insider sports wagering needs. From basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, and boxing, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get in on the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V to receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Mario podcast. For when I'm break, we previewed what the plan is for this week's show. We're going to once again go through the Giants' upcoming games over the next week. But before we actually do that, got to recap how we did on the last episode. Overall, pretty good episode for us and a pretty mediocre episode for the Giants as the Giants ended up going 3-2 and two last week. As for us, can't say we were totally shocked because we thought the Orioles would take two out of three against the Giants. The Orioles are just a very good road team, and the Giants were not exactly playing their best baseball as they they did lose a series to Pittsburgh entering that weekend series against the Orioles. So I wasn't totally shocked, but then we did think they would look pretty good in the series of cores and so far so good in that series because they were able to win each of the first two games. Won the first game on Tuesday pretty comfortably, 10-4. Lamette ended up getting the loss for Colorado, who's been a complete mess for the last couple of years. And after that, the Giants did end up winning in the Wednesday game, 5-4. to four. So overall, the Giants at this point are currently 31-30, barely over 500, but still over 500. And that's going to take us into the series finale, which will be taking place on a Thursday afternoon. Should be an interesting one. And the Giants are a pretty big favorite here at minus 190. Uh, the Rockies the other way are around plus 160. And the over-under is set at 11 and a half. But to look at the actual standings before the Giants are five and a half back in the NL West. Or, uh, yeah, the NL West. And the Rockies are currently 11 and a half back in sole possession of last place. Not a shocker. The Rockies are a bad franchise and the Giants are still hovering around 500. But anyway, to get into this actual game, do I think the Giants should be minus 190? No, I understand the argument that Cobb has been good this season, and I understand that you're looking at the Rockies, and overall, they are not a good baseball team. However, one of the only bright spots in the entire pitching staff for the Rockies has been Chase Anderson, who's been really good, 26 and two-thirds innings pitched this season, a 1.69 ERA, a .94 whip, and he's been really, really good at Coors Field, which is always an impossible task for most pitchers, but he has done it and then some, because so far this season at Coors, 1.72 ERA, not much else to say. He's just been dominant, and even though Cobb has been good so far this season, I have to at least point out the fact that he will be pitching in Coors, and that's never easy for anybody. So I do think that if Cobb can keep the ball on the ground, which is, of course, the main goal of 
pitching in cores, and that's kind of what Cobb is good at, then I do think that there's a good chance that the Giants open up a decent lead in this game. However, I think it's easier said than done. And the fact that Anderson's been really good at cores on several occasions, while Cobb has not pitched in cores in a while, I do think that's going to suggest that Cobb has some problems in this matchup, and you might end up seeing the Rockies get out to a lead and maybe even win the game. But I do think that when you're looking at the price here, uh, I do think that minus 190 feels a little bit high since Anderson's been that good in cores. You can make an argument maybe for the first five if you want to avoid the Rockies bullpen, which makes sense because the Rockies bullpen's an absolute disaster. But I do think that when you're looking at this overall spot, I have to question if the Rockies should be this big of a dog at home. And I'm briefly pulling up uh, Cobb's career numbers in cores. He is 2-0, but his stats are not very good pitching-wise. He's made three starts, 18 and two-thirds innings pitched, 28 hits allowed, and he also has a pretty underwhelming 6.27 ERA. So Cobb has not been good here historically, and I do think because of that, this line does feel a little bit too high. I'm going to be on the Rockies here. I just think that this price point is too attractive to pass up on, and I will take the plus 160 with the Rockies. As for the total, I think I'm going to lean to the under. Because I don't think Cobb is bad. I just have to point out that his numbers at cores aren't great. But the Rockies offensively have been banged up. So their offense hasn't been as good as in years past. So I do think that balances out with Anderson being good. And because of that, I will go with the under 11.5 in this game. Along with the Rockies to get the job done. But moving on to the final two series of this episode. We have a lot of games to go through because we have the Thursday game. We have the weekend series against the Cubs and the three game series against the Cardinals. Now I am going to admit we are missing two starting pitchers for the Giants in the Saturday and Sunday games. So we're going to have to get creative and talk about what we think is going to happen, even though we don't know who's officially going to be the starter. But moving into the Friday game, you have a matchup against Di Sclafani and Stroman. And for this matchup, simply put, I got to be on Stroman. I think Stroman is the much better pitcher than Discofani. I'm not a Discofani guy. And I do think that Stroman has been a really, really underrated pitcher. He's probably in line for an all-star game appearance, if you just look at the overall numbers. Because, I mean, these numbers from Stroman are incredible. The last four starts, he's allowed a total of three earned runs. He had a complete game shutout against the Rays a couple starts ago, and then had another gem in his last outing. But his last, sorry, just pulling it up, his last three starts, 23 innings pitched, .78 ERA. So he's been just remarkable. And Di Sclafani has not been good. So I do think that the Cubs will have an advantage on the mound. Now, are the Cubs a good team? No, I didn't say that. But Stroman, going through the numbers here, has really left a lot to be desired. His last outing got killed by Baltimore at home. Three innings, six runs, five of them earned. The point is Stro uh, Stroman has been in much better form compared to Di Sclafani. And I do think because of that, the Cubs are going to be catching a decent price here. The Giants should be favored. Uh, or at least I'm assuming they will be because the Cubs, once again, not a very good team being nine games under 500. They're also eight under on the road and the Giants are one over and two over at home. But the point is, he's is a pitcher that I'm not interested in. And Stroman's been this good for about a month. I got to take Stroman 
what, what I think is going to be a good price. Give me the Cubs to get it done on Friday. Now for Saturday, this is where it's going to be tricky because this is a TV game on Fox. But once again, we don't know who's pitching for the Giants. So all I can mention is Hendricks numbers. And so far this season, not good. 4.7 ERA, last start, six innings, four earned runs against the Padres. Coincidentally, his only road start of the season. We know that Hendricks pitches to contact and he doesn't really strike many guys out. And I do think that could be an issue since his whip is 1.5. So I do think the Giants, regardless of who's on the mound for this game, have some value. Hendricks, I do think, is still a decent pitcher. But when you pitch to contact and you don't exactly have much velocity left on your fastball, you're going to leave yourself vulnerable to getting shelled shelled a couple of times. And it does seem like Hendricks has gotten shelled a couple of times already. And I don't expect it to get any better anytime soon. So give me the Giants to even up the series here on Saturday. And moving into the final game in the series, the Sunday series finale, you have a matchup between Wesneski and Undecided. And it's kind of similar to what I mentioned about Hendricks because Wesneski has really not been great so far this season. Now, he was decent in his last outing, kind of. He went four and two thirds, gave up two earned runs, but four runs in total. So he's really not been great so far this season. And to pull up the home road splits for Wisniewski, he's basically been the same pitcher in both situations, but on the road, 27 and a third innings pitched, 4.61 ERA. So it's not great. The last three appearances, 13 and a third innings pitched, 6.75 ERA. So it does seem like Wisniewski is kind of hitting a bit of a wall so far this season. And I do think because of that, the Giants, once again, should be able to inflict some punishment onto Wisniewski in route to a nice showing. And I do think that, once again, regardless of who's pitching for the Giants, they should do enough offensively to get the job done. So I do have the Giants losing the first game in the series and then winning the final two. And then it's going to transition us into a road series in Bush Stadium, taking on the Cardinals and starting off with the series opener here should be an interesting matchup because you have Luke, you have a Logan Webb on the mound here. And so far this season, he's been good ERA wise and whip wise, but the record's not good. 3.09 ERA and a 1.09 whip. And to go through the Cardinal starting pitcher, you have Lib- Liberador, uh, Liberator, sorry, in the starting pitcher spot, and he has not been good this season. 15 innings pitch, 16 hits allowed, 6 ERA, 1.6 whip. The issues, once again, is that Webb doesn't get much run support. So it's a question of if I think he'll be able to pitch well enough in order to get the job done. But going through these starts from Webb, he's been really, really good. And unfortunately, he does not have much to show for it because the scores of the losses tell you what I'm talking about. Last start, picked up a loss, 3-2. Start before that, 1-3-1. Start before that, lost 1-0. Start before that, lost 2-1. So Webb is involved in a bunch of rock fights, and I do think this game might be one of them. But going through the numbers here, Webb in five starts had a 1.3 ERA in May, and now in June, seven innings, three earned runs. So he has been insane, and Liberator has not been good. I know, once again, the run support's a concern, so maybe lean to the under, but I do like the Giants in the spot. It's tough to go against them when Webb has been the much better starting pitcher, and he also gives them length. So I do think with Webb going probably at least six innings, maybe seven, 
I got to have faith in him to pitch well enough to get the Giants in a good spot to win. So give me the Giants to win the series opener on Monday night. Now, moving into the Tuesday matchup, you have a matchup between Cobb and Flaherty. And so far this season, Flaherty has been meh. I think that's a good way to put it. 4.15 ERA, 1.5 whip. And you're looking at the last outing or so for Flaherty. He's been good the last two outings. In fact, he's been good three of the last four. Last two outings, 12 and a third, two total runs allowed. So it does seem like he might have turned a corner here, which is good to know because Flaherty's been a mess for a decent amount of the last year and a half. And one big area of improvement has been the walks because he only allowed one walk in each of the last two starts. And that was an issue that plagued him for the majority of the season. He's walked 40 guys in a 69 to third inning. So that kind of sums it up. But I already mentioned the Cobb numbers. He's been good too. I think my favorite play in this game is the under because Flaherty has looked a lot sharper over the last couple of starts. Now, the problem with the Cardinals is they're not very good. They did end up getting a win against the Rangers to avoid the sweep. They won the game one to nothing. So nice win for them. But I do think this game will be a lower scoring one. And I do think the, that the Cardinals bounce back after losing the opener. And I think they end up winning this match, uh, probably in a low scoring, like three to two type game, maybe a four to two type game. But I do think the Cardinals are in a good spot to even up the series here at one. I also didn't mention before the Giants are a bit shorthanded rotation wise, uh, which I mentioned that they were undecided for a couple of spots because both Wood and Stripling are injured. So the Giants are shorthanded and they're going to have to try to find some starters to fill the void. But the point is, I do think that the Cardinals even up the series here on the Tuesday game. And that'll bring us into the Wednesday series finale, which will be an afternoon game on the East Coast. 1.15 p.m. Eastern time, so a pretty early start for a baseball game, roughly 10 a.m. early, which is a bit wild. But either way, uh, you have Di Scalfani taking on Montgomery. I already mentioned Di Scalfani's numbers in the last series, but to go through Montgomery's stats, so far this season, been okay. 4.23 ERA, but he does have a 2-7 and seven record. So once again, he gets no run support whatsoever. The last two starts, though, he's been decent, 10 and two-thirds, two thirds, two uh Sorry, three earned runs. But the point is, I do think that looking at Montgomery's numbers, the Cardinals have lost each of his last. This is actually embarrassing. So just go through these. Uh, the Cardinals have lost each of Montgomery's last 10 starts. So I do think that you're going to see him potentially struggle in this out. And even if he pitches well, he gets no run support. He did face off against the Giants back on April the 24th. He went six innings, gave up one run, and none of them were earned. And he still picked up a loss as they lost four to nothing. But it does seem like every year you see a couple of pitchers who are blessed with good run support and other pitchers who are not. And it does seem like Montgomery is not because the Cardinals are 0-10 in his last 10 starts. I'm not going to go against that trend. Give me the Giants in a low-scoring game here on Wednesday, and I will go with the Giants and the under in that one. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Just to quickly recap all of the picks for the show, I have the Rockies and the under in the series finale on Thursday. I have the Giants to lose the opener on Friday to the Cubs. Going to lean to the under in that game as well. Then on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going with the Giants in both. I'm going to lean to the over because once again, I'm not sure who's pitching for the Giants. So I'm not exactly confident in either option. And Hendricks and Wisniewski have been underwhelming. So give me the Giants and the over in each of those two games. Then give me the... 
Uh, Giants once again on Monday in the series opener against the Cardinals. Get, and I'll go with the under in that one with Webb. Give me the Cardinals and the under in the Tuesday game with Flaherty taking on Cobb. And for Wednesday, give me the under and give me the Giants to get the job done on the road. But that's going to wrap it up. So once again, I have the Giants winning each of the next two series, taking on the Cubs, the Cubs and the Cardinals. But either way, it's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll be back once again next week. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.